Hi everyone, welcome to PodCouch Plays D&D. I'm Tyler from the Talk and Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Eden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Eden. I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the half-elf bard. Zukai, get your stuff together. So anyway... Those who are actually just listening to the audio feed now on podca- on on the podcast, which is how we started, our brave heroes have entered the haunted manor. Unfortunately, we lost our good friend Zargash last week. That's me pouring one out, which I don't know you guys can see. And everyone was very, very, very sad. It was an extremely sad moment for all of us as we say goodbye to Kevin and Zargash. So you... You guys entered and the door slammed behind you. The entrance hall is dusty and neglected. Oh, so actually, it'd probably be a good idea for you guys to introduce your characters. Because if anyone's watching and they don't know who we are, they'd be silly. So, Crystal, um, would you tell us about who you're playing tonight? Sure. I am Crystal Pisano, and I am part of the Board Game Blitz podcast, and I am playing Amethysia. She is a half-elf bard. And she likes to light things on fire. Very nice. Tyler, who are you playing? Uh, I'm Tyler from Talking Fail Podcast, and I'm playing as Aiden Hobbs, a human ranger. Very nice. Ethan. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Ethan. I'm Josh's brother. Uh, I'm playing Gary, a monk. And I am Josh, the dungeon master of this not amazing Twitch stream. And I am playing Salivarius, the extremely camp um, tiefling paladin. Ah, there we are. I'm looking back on the stream. It's my whole face now. Yay, not just the forehead. <laughs> hey, look, that's a 25% improvement in quality. We can see the nice parts of Ethan's face. Well. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. The entrance hall is so you guys have entered the Haunted Manor. The entrance hall is dusty and neglected. But to your surprise, you see a candelabra on a table. As you approach it, fire springs to life on the wicks of four of the candles. You all look around for a moment to take stock of your surroundings. There is a large entrance before you and a door immediately to your right. There is another door through to your left. The room shimmers with a slight heat haze and immediately seems to belong to another time. The room is now well lit and perfectly maintained. Wealth and taste are radiated from every service and furnishing. An old man walks in from the side door on your left. His gaze goes over your shoulders. He's speaking to someone quite tall, standing near to where you are. Greetings, my lord. It is good to see you home. You had a pleasant journey, I hope. Of course. I've had the boy lay out your clothes and run a bath for you as soon as I heard you would be back at this time. No, he is still refused. Can I... Of course, Master. Forgive my impertinence. Yes, most of them arrived at the hour you appointed. Of course, my lord. As the old man finishes talking, he bows and makes his way through the large entranceway, bowing as he closes the door behind them and then fades away into nothing. The illusion on the room drops, and the footsteps go through to the doorway on your left, which is to the west. As the illusion drops, each doorway fills with with impossibly thick white mist, blocking any attempt to look through to the other rooms. 
So guys, what would you like to do? So we've got like a portal into something else going on in here. Yeah, there are three uh, doors. Ahead, left, right. Okay, but if but is this the Monty Hall problem? Like, if we open one door, or you don't you're know. going to show us a that's zonk a good question. First, you're going to show us a zonk, and then we have we're supposed to switch from the first story we picked. That's the Monty Hall thing. Everybody always switch when given the option. It's life lesson for okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. The statistics work out. It doesn't make it doesn't seem like it would, but so if we pick the wrong door, then you have to tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll know. You'll know if you pick the wrong door. <laughs> Or we could all just open a door, because there's three doors and three people, or four people. But... There's, there's three yeah, doorways. Really the doors are not closed. They oh, are doorways you could walk through if you wish. Wait, hang on. They're covered in white mist? All three oh. are covered in white mist. Okay. I've played Dark Souls. There's boss fights on the other side of all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to traverse the white fog, but I don't know. We haven't been to a bonfire lately. I don't like our odds. We, okay, we could so just burn the house. We could burn the house. <laughs> we just burn the house down right now and just be done with it. That seems reasonable. The footsteps went to the left. Mm -hmm. Dude, the thing, look, we went in the door. It locked, and that thing that ate Zagash is behind the is is probably on the other side of the door. Like I don't know, I don't know. We want to set fire to this place just yet. Right is right. <laughs> All right. Well, I I think we should just we should follow the footsteps because that seems like the most obvious. Oh, well, uh, that would be left. See, but then is most obvious the one that we shouldn't do then. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's follow that. This is the problem with around. you guys can now see All my right. face. My my poker face is terrible. Yeah. Well, too bad I don't actually know which which thing you were smiling at because I said right and he said left. So. <laughs> All right. Let's follow. I'm the just a naturally left. happy person. To the left. All right. Very good. Okay, you follow the footsteps through the door. The room is coated in dust, and on the northern wall, immediately on your right, is an old fireplace. A family portrait is mounted on the wall above the hearth, but has been disfigured, as, as if someone or something had torn the faces off of the painting. An old carpet covers much of the floor, but it is rotten and falling apart. As your room, sorry, as your party enters the room, it shimmers in the same fashion the other room did. A young nobleman and a young lady in a maid's uniform stand at the fireplace, holding hands and gazing into each other's eyes. This is when I wish I could, like, set mood music and lighting and everything. It'd be great. And after a few, minutes, a few moments, they look up in shock. The young man drops the maid's hand. Good evening, father. H how is your business in Riddock? As well as I can, father, as, as I'm sure he will tell you. Captain Rufon says my technique has improved, Father. He says I may one day rival your skill with a blade. I... Yes, Father. Of course, Father. The young man stiffens abruptly. Father, I... Yes, Father. The scene ends and all fades away as the footsteps continue through the room and out the door immediately in front of you. Alright, to continue uh, this Dark Souls analogy, we're gonna find some bloodstains. That's where all these echoes are coming from. I wanna search the room. Okay, G give me a perception. Mm -hmm. And 
I will assist. Okay, okay. well, I'm glad you did that because my roll was not good. <laughs> Even with my really, really good perception, that's still not great. What, what, what did you roll? I rolled a four. That's not very good. Tyler, you yeah, did a little well, bit. If you want to do observation, uh, investigation, that's sort of like my thing. I got the observant trait, so. Investigation is more when you're specifically checking out one thing. Oh, okay. It's a little different. Okay. Um, you don't really find anything. I mean, th this room is cold. I mean, actually, one of you, actually, Tyler, give me a D4. I do apologize. No apologies. You're doing it on the fly and it's awesome. Two. Very good. Okay. You, you just looking around, you can see two small art objects. They're, they're not particularly big. It's just like some little statuettes. They look like they're made from sterling silver, but the workmanship looks pretty good. Well, pick them up. Okay. As you walk across the room, you give me a D20. It's All a dexterity us? save. Fifteen. All of us, or just him? Just him. Okay. You okay. want my, my, my plus three on my dex? I, I know what your dex is. Right. Oh, he knows what your dex is. Tyler, is that a, a framed photo of yourself on the wall behind you? <laughs> I was wondering that. <laughs> yes. I don't mind me if I'm holding my phone up near my computer screen. I swear, there's nothing going on at all. <laughs> Tyler, you take three points of damage as the fire just washes over you and burns you slightly. But you, you're pretty quick to jump out of the way. Um, as, fire, as the fire, however, washes out, um, four beings just coalesce out of the flame. They shriek and attack. And everyone, I'll have your all initiative. Oh, for the love of... <sighs> Big sigh. Okay, so what they get? Right. Uh, eight plus three is eleven for Amethysia. Okay, eleven plus three. No plus. So fourteen for the monsters. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's Sal get? And what do the monsters get? They got fourteen. Is Sal with us? Is he fighting? Oh, yeah, he does, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Salivarius came through. I'll, I'll roll his quickly. He's, he's a quick bastard, too. Ah, no, 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 no one wants to see that, Josh. Or maybe we do. I don't think anyone wants to see anything related to what I actually do for a living, because it's very dull. Okay, Salivarius is going tomorrow. <laughs> he, got a, he got a seven. I'll, I'll tell you the story behind it after. Okay. 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 So can everyone give me your initiatives? 11 for Amethysia. Uh, 14. No, yours is plus. higher than 14, Tyler. You got to add things to it. Yeah, add you're 17 then. Yeah, 17. That's and I'm putting plus fluffy, so I don't forget your wolf. Gary, what did you get? Uh, 11 plus 4, so 15. Okay. Gary... Evil Creatures, and Salivarius. Okay, so Aiden, you, you've just had fire wash all over you and you are surrounded by these four creatures that they, they kind of look like little devilly things with wings and tails. 
Okay, are they, how, what's the distance? Are they like right up on me? Right up in your face. Okay, well then, uh, uh, sword and dagger, or short right. sword dagger. Give them the d20s. For short sword and dagger. Okay, so eight uh, and 13. Yeah, eight plus, eight plus three mm -hmm. so for the short sword and then... Uh, plus one? Actually, it's plus five on your short sword. You add your proficiency to your short sword. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you actually managed to hit with both. So roll your short sword and then your dagger. So d6 and then 2d4. Because it's a magical dagger that really hurts things. One for the short sword and then 2d6. 2d4 for the dagger. Four. That's right. Almost got that by. One and two. Plus. I know. With, with the dagger, you don't actually add anything. Josh has been getting the dual wielding rules wrong since, like, day one. Okay. Okay. Your short sword carves out, and it, it just seems to skid along, and it doesn't really do anything. Your dagger, however, does quite, quite well and, and really does hurt the creature. Okay. And Fluffy, what's she going to do? Uh, she'll attack uh, the same one. All right. I, Give I me just, a d20. I just rolled. Oh, okay. What did you get? 14. Yep. That's a hit. And damage? 2d4, I think. Four and a one. All right. I believe it. Okay. Is it plus two or is it no. wrong on that? Oh, actually, yeah, it is. It's plus two. Okay, so that's actually a little lower. Okay, so I mean, you see Fluffy tearing at it, but again, the the nature of this creature is such that it doesn't really seem to take a lot of damage. Okay, and um, Gary, you're up. Somebody has some special abilities that are supposed to help us with the, these. Just pay attention to whatever your special stuff is, people, because mine don't appear to be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say uh, as a bonus action, can I like identify these creatures? Oh, uh, I'll let you have it for free. Like you're oh, just okay. having a quick look, just just a straight d twenty, no bonuses, or you can make it a bonus action, and I'll I'll let you have bonuses. Well, I just rolled seventeen, so let's do that first thing. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay, Gary, you realize these are imps. These are magical creatures. They are a form of minor devil. They are definitely resistant to non-magical damage. All right. Well, what do, what do we know about Salivarius's abilities? Because I imagine well, there's nothing he's not good at. Um, oh he is well, I mean, he... he is a paladin. I bet he can't fly a helicopter. Probably not. He's not very good at that. But he is a paladin, much like Sargash, except he is of a different oath. So his capabilities are quite different in that way. But, but for all intents and purposes, he can heal you guys, and he can smite bad guys. And that's the important thing. Okay, Gary, uh, what would you like to do? Alright, uh, you know, quarter stuff the nearest one as hard as I can. Alright, I'll, I'll say that's a fresh one. So give me your d20. 10 plus 4 plus yep. 2. These are not very difficult creatures. So give me your d8. 
Uh, five plus four plus one because the quarter, uh, quarter stuff is plus one. Yes, very nice. So your quarter stuff, you whirl it around your head a few times and then just thrust straight forward. You strike this imp so hard in the back of the neck, you hear a crunch and it's just essence just fades into nothingness. So well done you. Yay. You, you can kung fu one as well if you like. Yeah, I was about to say you have a little bonus action. All right. You still get so your kung, kung fu. fu. Uh, kung fu hits. Mm -hmm. But probably not as. Give me D four. Uh, three plus four, so seven. Then minus okay. whatever because it's not magic. Yep. Okay, so you you punch one as hard as you can, which usually would have felled it, but th this thing just doesn't seem to be too concerned. I mean, it, it's it's like punching something made of different stuff. It doesn't react the same way. And Amethysia. Is. Thunder damage, magic damage, or physical damage? Thunder damage is magic damage. Okay. Your Thunder friends way. are standing right in it. I'm not going to stop you. Can I try to stop her? <laughs> <laughs> you realize this hits floppy, right? I thought you liked floppy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> if it's going to hit floppy, I can't do it. <laughs> you can still stab them. It's just maybe not as effective. Whatever, fine. What about poison? Is poison good? Let's, maybe I can choose um, one of them. I'm just looking it up. They're immune to poison. Well, let's just stab them with I, I assume that while Gary knew what they were, he yelled out, Hey guys, they're imps. They're magical creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that is the stab... end of all Josh's metagaming. He's done with that now. Yeah, you're fine. I'm stabbing it with a rapier because Fluffy, I can't, ha ha I can't st get Fluffy hurt. Okay. That's that's how y'all are gonna keep me from thunder waving you from now until eternity. Is hold the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so rapier. So, Ooh, that's shield. Good. What'd you get? A seventeen plus. Oh, nice. I'm assuming you're attacking the one that Aiden wounded. And what did you roll yes. for damage? I have not done that yet. I okay. need to. I'll need a d8. Roll one d8. I rolled a two. That's not amazing. What are your bonuses? I don't know. Plus three, I think, with your dex. Dex is plus three, yes. All right. It is just enough. So you sidle up and this thing, you just see Aiden, you just see the point of a rapier emerge through its ear and it just goes and then fades into nothing. So it's just a quick That was great for the audio listeners, by the way, Josh. <laughs> it goes cross-eyed like... <laughs> I can tell I'm going to regret that later. Salivaria. Oh, 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 sorry. Out of the two creatures. Okay, I'm going to say one goes for Aiden, one goes for Gary. Because you guys have been kind of harsh. Been harshing on their buzz. Okay. It's going to be Aiden and Gary, so I'll keep it, uh, like, alphabetical. Alphabetical. That's okay. Come on. For some reason, it's really dragging on now. It's dungeon and dragon on. Uh... Okay. Oh gosh, they they That's just for the benefit of the audio listeners. For the benefit of the audio listeners, I rolled a four and an eight, which is nowhere near good enough to hit either of them. Hooray! So th these things, they thought they had the drop on you, but clearly that was not the case. You guys are made of some pretty stern stuff, and you you guys just 
dodging around them, moving, grooving. It's pretty good. And it's now Salivarius. So he laughs as he draws his rapier. Never a dull moment. And he goes straight in at an undamaged imp. Dang. Uh, he rolls. He can stay in the team. <laughs> Not 20. Yes, Salivarius, his first dice roll is a natural 20. It can only go worse like from here. This initiative. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a lovely emotional character. This is just how we roll. <laughs> and he then rolls a two. <laughs> I need to remember all his bonuses, though. Um, however, he does a lot of damage to it. Because he's actually quite good with... Actually, no, I forgot. Give me a sec. He's... Plus three, so, one, okay, it's actually a little better. You see his rapier glow as it just slides into the creature and just rips it out. This thing is now like, it's got twin matching holes under its ribs where he just impaled it. And we're back at the top. Aiden. Uh, short sword and a rapier on the whoever's closest. Okay. Preferably I assume you mean the imp, not Gary. Correct. <laughs> so, 17 plus nice. on, the, on the sword. Yep. And 18 plus on the dagger. Ooh, nice. I'm tempted not to make you even roll, but give, give me the d6 and the 2d4. 6. Roll to 3. Mm -hmm. On the 6. Three, three, or six. Oh, nice. Two, so, your short sword skitters along it, and again, it's it's weird. It's like trying to stab molasses. It just doesn't stab right. But your dagger, however, just opens the thing up, and it just falls to the ground, just dead. And there's only one more imp left. So Fluffy is up. And Fluffy rolled a nine. Fluffy hit. Actually, no, she didn't. She didn't. Sorry. And Gary. Oh, yeah. Well, I got a... All right. One imp left. Uh, six plus one plus four plus two. I don't know. I don't think a six did it. No. Six plus four plus one plus two? Yeah. Is that 13? Yep. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> ah ha I'm not even going to make you roll damage. You, you've got enough in you. So well, I'm going to do it anyway. Gary, you, you're able to just smash the one that uh, Salivarius stabbed, and its face is just deformed around your ma, uh, deformed around your staff. God, Josh can't even talk. God's sake, and it just fades away into nothing. Very good, guys. Give yourself each a, 50, a quick fifty experience points. And Aiden, don't forget, you and Fluffy both took three points of damage. Right. I know. Okay. What would you guys like to do now? Oh, and just to let you know, there is a door right in front of you. And that's Only the one. one. That the, the story continued through is what we, we, we saw. Yep. But there's all those other rooms back there where the story wasn't going that it looked so interesting. Do, yeah. do we want to go back and check out the B-plots? <laughs> I mean, I kind of do, but I'm also okay if you guys want to push on. This door is almost like a literal plot hole. 
Alright, well, let's go back and check out one of those other paths. Excellent. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't decided which path yet. No, you said you're going back. That's enough. Right. No, there's two doors. <laughs> no, no, no. You said you're going back. That's enough. Right. No. All right. No. He's talking about <laughs> us traveling back into the front. To the front yes, door. I know. You're, I know what you're saying. Oh, okay. Okay. As you guys go through, go back through the doorway you came in on, you find yourselves entering through the front door. Each of you roll a d4. Oh, my goodness. It's the freaking, it's the lost one from Zelda. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, it's one of these. Okay. Not even Dark Souls is this evil. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what just happened? Does Sal have to roll? Uh, yes, he does. This is just for the record. I've always been really bad at the Lost Woods, so this is just par for the course for me. I mean, we could have just followed the footsteps. There was a plot hole. We avoided the for, for the record, I've not played that Zelda game. The, the Lost Woods is in a bunch of them. Basically, they give you three paths, and they give you one tiny obscure okay. clue as to figure out which direction you're supposed to go. And in wow. half the game, a tiny obscure really clue. What a terrible out. thing to do, oh, Gary. What did you roll? That, yeah, there's. It's not just Zelda that does that. There's well, a lot I, of games that do that. I know, but Gary. Like, what did you roll? Missed, the mist is like very specifically. Like Ethan, Zelda. what did you roll? Uh, three. Very good. Each of you take that much psychic damage. <gasps> so just the one, just the one, guys. So I so saw like each of you rolled three and four. So all of you just feel like j just a wrench as just so some kind of force just assaults your senses. As you come into the front door again, though, you notice one of the. Flames on the candelabra flickers out, and there are now three oh, no. that are lit. You also notice now that there is a... That butler who was there, his ghost now stands in the doorway where he first materialized. Okay, for the record, I'd yeah. like to say that it's better that we figured this out now toward the front of the building rather than it's much better. through a whole bunch of stuff. I, I'm trying to justify my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So... So, on, and this time, did we see any foot, foot, footsteps? Uh, no. Okay. Which, which doorway is the ghost of the butler in? He appears in the doorway that is immediately in front of you. I will be nice. You went through the door on the left. left. Right. So that's where we want to go. If the path okay. wouldn't have changed. Nope. So we go, we go. No. Oh. I mean, that would be really <laughs> cool if the path changed every time. Oh, like, there'd be no way to win. I should have written that in. No! All right. <laughs> I guess I give, me, give me ten minutes, guys. Look, right, this matter wants us to go down a path. I say we just do that where hopefully yeah. there will be no headaches. To the Maybe left. More simple to the left. Everything, uh, can, everything you own in a box, etc. Can I can I pick up the candelabra with the, the now three flames? No. You go to grab it and your fingers just pass through. It's like it's there and it's not there. It's not an illusion, and it's not a ghostly projection. It it just you you can't grab it. Oh wait, I know what to do. Try and cover it, like pull the bag of holding over it. Y'all, the candelabra. Set on fire. 
<laughs> As you try and put the bag of holding over it, nothing happens. I've ruined everything. All right, no, all right. Let's, just, let's just get back everything. to that lost room. The one with the imps. Go back to the imp room. Very good. Does anything... Yeah, does anything Actually, does anything as you guys enter the room, the, the butler does pipe up and speak. Why are you here? Can you not see really? what happened? No. No. You should not have come. This place yeah, well, is done. A holy dude gave us a quest to find a book. Like, don't... Dude. Don't, like... That's why we're here. Do you know which way is the right path? Be cautious of what you seek. Power has a way of corrupting. And he fades away. Oh, for the love of... That's not helpful at all. No. You guys go back into the room you just came out of. The room with the fireplace and the imps. There is a door directly ahead of you. I ask you what you would like to do. We'd like to go through that door, please. <laughs> Open up. Open that door. So Salivarius looks at all of you and says, let's, let, let's not make that mistake again, shall we, boys and girls? Well, he is still smiling, what though. If, what will happen if only one of us goes through it? That's a fun experiment. You guys should totally find out. Let's not split the party. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Tyler, you have a very mischievous look on your face right now. No, I'm just, I'm just try, I'm trying to decipher the, the 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 puzzle yeah. okay let's, let's all try. go through the that'll thing. be fun let's all go stay together all steps Follow hand the, in hand like the, the wizard of oz we're off to see <laughs> so what's his face name with the I, book of the something crazy i would love to see gary holding hands singing and dancing yeah not happening <laughs> <laughs> he's not the cowardly lion he's just the grumpy monk <laughs> Hate We've got you. Toto and everything. Yeah, exactly. We do! <laughs> Imps and ghosts and psychic damage. Oh my. Oh my! <laughs> As you look around, you find yourselves in a large combined bar and dining area. The sounds of food preparation from behind the bar suggest a large amount of staff and bustling activity. Ladies and gentlemen stand at a large bar set against the far wall of the room to your right, but your focus is drawn to the people in front of you. I'm just wondering, okay. So to explain, there is a dining room directly in front of you. You can see the table and you can see the places set, as well as the people behind there. Off to your right though, it expands into like a bar area. You can also hear the sounds and you, you can almost smell the smells of food pressure, preparation coming from over in that direction. Two men and a woman sit behind the table. As you enter, they stop talking between themselves. They, they smile somewhat stiffly and stand. The men bow slightly and the woman bobs a short curtsy. All of them, almost in unison, say, Milord de Vidasaka. The man between the other two smiles somewhat some smugly. He's easily the most expensively dressed of all the three. Good ride, I hope, Anton. Hmm. Wouldn't miss it for the world or the next, dear fellow. Good luck and all that. The man looks to his left and sneers as the room fades into view, into view, as the footsteps lead around the corner and through a large doorway. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit. 
So you guys can see a bit of the map. So that's the kind of shape of the room you're in. You're down here. Where my thumb, where my thumb pointed. Where it says dining, if you can read that. And, oh, oh, oh. and he went around the corner like that. So he went through the bar area. And you can see, and you can hear, sorry, the footsteps just going through. However, the room shifts back to normal and you are assaulted by a foul stench. As the fog rises on the doorway behind them, you are set upon by three ghouls from behind the table. The, these ghouls are still wearing the clothes that you saw the former guests in. The guys, roll me an initiative. Let me be first, let me be first, let me be first! Okay, I'm gonna do Salivarius, then monsters. And I'll move my piece of paper where I kept all of their details. Okay, what did I roll? Oh, Gary, nice. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going first. You're definitely going first, yes. Okay, so I'll put you first. All right, three ghouls, eh? That ain't nothing. Fly and kick the nearest one. <laughs> oh, oh, Gary. You think that now. All right, quarter staff. Flying wait, quarter wait, staff wait, 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 wait. Okay, that roll doesn't count. Yeah, roll it again and I'll make it count. Okay, can I get your guys' initiatives, please? So I did Sal- oh god, Salivarius is probably going last. Amethysia's got a 14 with her modifier. Okay. Aiden? Three plus modifier. Okay, so Aiden's going last. Salivarius. Ghouls. Good, that means I can thunder wave and not hit Fluffy. Yeah, you absolutely can. Although you might hit Gary. So Gary, you're up. Slice of a risk, yeah. Gary? Um, is it possible to delay action after uh, Amethysia has her turn? I will allow you to do that, yes. Alright, well, I'm just like, I just sort of sit back, cross, like, folding my arms, like, when it's the right time, I'm going to do something <laughs> awesome. Alright. But when it's the right time. Okay. So, Amethysia, um, I assume you're going to run forward. Yes. And throw down a thunder wave. Right toward the three... Were they goblins, ghouls, or were they? I don't remember. Three then. Them. Something. The, the creatures. Cool. Undead. Eaters of flesh. Yes. So they all have to make constitution saving throws. Yep. Okay. What do ghouls have? They don't have anything. Against what DC... They rolled uh, really well. Does that say that in the spell itself? Uh, it's your spell DC, so it's eight oh, my spell DC. plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier. Your uh, proficiency eight. is two at that level. Okay. So I think <laughs> I it's thirteen. Sure. Okay, that's accurate, probably. <laughs> okay. I should be better at this by now. But you I, should be. I, there's a lot of information on this sheet. If I recall, it's still just 13. Actually, no, what was your charisma bonus? It's plus My three or four. My charisma is high. That one. Why can I not find anything? Charisma's plus four. Okay, wonderful. So it's 14. So only one of them saved. So give me 2d8. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. A five and a four. Very nice. So that's nine. So, so I'm going to do math, which I'm like really shit at. Okay, so you see two of the ghouls just fly backwards and hit the wall and just crumple to heaps. And then they look up. They're not dead, but you've done a very good job in annoying them. Right. No, I assume you then, like, tiptoe back a little bit. I don't want to be in the front. I mean, he got hit, at least. He got some damage. He just didn't get pushed. Yeah. All right. Uh, fly and kick the nearest ghoul, then. Okay, well, wrong your attack. There's me quarter star. What, what did you roll? Uh, 17. Oh, that's a plus hit. modifiers. Yeah, that's a hit. G give me your D8. Uh, Seven plus five, twelve, twelve damage. Okay, so you you strike the ghoul that Amy didn't send flying, and you you do clock him pretty darn good. I mean, you, you can tell this thing is not doing particularly well, but he is still standing. All right, I will kung fu you, ghoul. So eighteen, damn, I'm rolling well. You are rolling really well. <laughs> Eight damage with kung fu. Nice. I know you're about it. <laughs> I do, but that was so good. Okay, so again, you're able to come in and just slam the thing across the face with the staff. You follow up with a palm strike directly forward, which is actually a really bad idea. Your palm just shatters through the bone and just presses through the surface of the ghoul. As it falls apart, you just like like shaking all the yuck off your hand and then wipe it quickly on your robes. But it, it just really it gross, just falls guys. to pieces. Yeah. Okay. The other two ghouls, however, Gary, they are ravening, and they suddenly leap to their feet, and they charge in directly at you. Now, one of them is going to get advantage, because he's going to come around at your side. So I'll do A and then B. Six, eight, and eight. Yeah, I don't think that cuts it, Josh. It does not cut it. It it does nothing. So they're scrabbling at you, but you're able to essentially block their hands each time. I mean, it's it's like essentially it's like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. You're just like, yeah, you know, your hand flicking back and forward, and it is now Salivarius, who runs in and just goes straight in at the one flanking you. I should probably crit it. Crit it again. Now. Do another crit, Sal. I mean, it's not really that important, but you know. It's fun because it's, then it's kind of like Josh is playing against himself, and it's amusing. It's like watching him play chess against himself. It's like a, it's like watching a monkey try and play soccer. And then we just wait because Sly is running really slow for me. Come on. Oh, wait. Had to put the space in there. I don't think a monkey could, uh, could understand the offside rule. <laughs> I don't think an Australian can understand the offside rule. Me neither. I don't even know what that, like, what, what's the offside rule? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that is not good. So, Salivarius, he clearly doesn't want to go anywhere near these things because they're just, they're just, some filthy shit. So 
he, he rushes in, but he flails around so badly that I'm going to make him roll a d20. Oh, is he going to accidentally hit me in his he might. spectacle of stupidity? I'm going to think of something amusing while I roll. No. He just, he just trips and falls flat. <laughs> so he is now prone in front of two ghouls, which is not a good place to be. Um, no, I miss Marnash! Yeah, I miss, I miss him too. Aiden, you're up. Uh, bow and arrow on whoever's closest. Okay. Cool, wise. Oh, oh! I was going to oh. say, yeah, because that would be angry, and that's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> bow and arrow, whoever is closest. Amethysia is standing right next to you. All right, give me an attack. <laughs> I'm going to like put my hand up and slowly push the <laughs> just, arrow just, in, the, in the other direction. Over there. <laughs> All right, so roll to seven uh, with plus five. With all the, uh, Not quite enough. Uh, so the arrow just goes like... It's like hitting old leather. It just it just wings it and just bounces up, and fluffies go. Chill uh, attack. I guess whoever's closest. Okay. Thirteen. Plus. I guess plus two. Yep. Just hits. Okay. Two d four. Four, four, and it, uh, I think you said that was plus two. It is. It's really good. Okay, so she tears the hell out of that ghoul. I mean, what little flesh it's got left on it, she is just savaging. It is still, but only barely standing. And Amethysia, we come back to you. Because you delay, uh, Gary, you're permanently now beneath her. Oh, well, you know. Uh, rapier. Okay. I rolled an eight. <laughs> Which is with the deck, plus your enough. three and plus two. Again, not quite good enough. So you come in to stab and again, you're just not able to really stab it in the right place and your blade just skitters off the belly of one of these ghouls. Gary. I mean, the old one too. Yeah. These yeah. ghouls don't seem that dangerous. Quarter staff one for three for uh, eight damage. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming a thirteen hits it. Uh, yeah, with your uh, it does. And if it's still standing, I'm gonna kung fu it, and sixteen, which I guess hits, mm -hmm. plus seven, so seven plus eight. Hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. The damage. Okay, That's okay, 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 okay. I got you, I got you. Okay. So your quarterstaff does indeed tear through that ghoul and leaves it in a... In just, you just obliterate the thing. I mean, your quarterstaff is flashing as you move it and you finish off with like just a knife hand out to the side. You do crack the ghoul in the neck and you can hear something just shattering under your hand. But again, it is still standing. And it is going to just tear up an old Salivarius because he's down on the ground. Because he's prone, it gets advantage. Uh, 
Okay. Lucky for Salivarius, though. His armor is actually... Actually, what does this thing add to its... No. So this thing is just biting at his leather armor, and it, it just can't really seem to get through. Um, Quick, Salivarius... Let's, let's jump on... Let's Don't. jump on his horses and ride away. Yeah, no. go on. Go back to the start. See what happens. No. Salivarius manages to push the creature away, draws his rapier and goes straight in at it. And actually, no, with his bonuses, he just kills it. So, so his rapier blade just pierces through the thing's skull right between the eyes. He whips it out and the creature falls. He then just shakes it off. Ugh. This is not where I choose to fight. So uncivilized. Okay. And the room is now clear of monsters. I mean, hopefully, the, hopefully, uh, Anton de Vitasaka has like a bathroom or something. And not a cursed bathroom. I mean, it'll, it'll totally be cursed. There'll be like a sewerage elemental in there or something. Any of you guys seen Giant. the movie um, Dogma? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Golgothan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Keep in mind, I saw that movie too. Okay. Okay, so, so we want like to, to go over into the right where the other people went. You, the... you don't want to loot the room? Oh, for the love of that. Okay, oh, no, no, no. okay. you don't yeah. have to. But I was say, as the ghouls fall, a shade no, 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 appears. Tyler. This is the young man who was speaking to who you think was Anton, and he merely stands there giving you all a, just a just a filthy, disgusting look. So, I see Anton's folly attracted even the best of people. Oh, and you. That's not very clever. Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, what's up with this weirdo house? That is a fine question, and I'm happy to tell you. I can even tell you a secret or two if you wish. Oh, I love secrets. Find a way to get me out of here. And I'll tell you where a great treasure is located. I trust this man implicitly. Actually, no, <laughs> I'm going to roll insight. All right. I mean, if we shove him through the door we came through, in theory, he's, he'll end up at the front ghost. door of the house. <laughs> you can't really shove ghosts. Yeah. What okay, did you get again? I get... Uh, 13 plus 4 plus 6 for proficiency. Okay. So I, I gaze into the shades, shade soul. Yes, you do. Um, you can tell he is telling the truth. He does know where a treasure is. You may not want to trust him. Well, I mean, alright, uh, how do we get you out of here then? I like treasure. How should I know? Any holy object could maybe move my spirit from one world to the next. I mean, dude, you live here, don't you? Don't you know anything? Tell us I about the live stuff. here? Who do you think I am? A Vitasaka? A shade that we just found here. <laughs> my family has been ennobled for generations. There were not some Johnny-come-lately. How dare you, sir? And we just lost Crystal. But we're kind of running out of time as it is. So we might actually just pause everything there. Um, if, you, if anyone liked what they heard, saw, 
I'd be very surprised because I've done a dog's breakfast of a job on this one. Um, but look, please feel free to look us up on all the social media things that we have. Um, I am on Twitter at PodCultureDnd. Ethan, where are you? Are we actually finished? Uh, well, it's it's almost like two o'clock. Oh yeah, right. Sorry, I just got a message from Crystal, and I just she just said her Skype died, and I just sent back it's okay. So Ethan, where can people find you if they want to? Uh, I guess SE2. Excellent, um, and Tyler. Twitter device. Tyler, where can people find you and your beautiful picture behind you? Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm uh, I'm at Ronald Foos. And I'm, I'm, you can also listen to me on, talk, on the Talking Fail podcast. And the Discographers podcast. Yes, uh, that's my other one. Yes, and if anyone wants to catch up with uh, Crystal, um, I can't recommend Board Game Blitz enough. It's a really, really good board game podcast. It's very, very enjoyable. Um, but as for now, guys, we will see you all later. Bye. Podculture Plays D&D is an independent creation, put together by myself and the other people you need to listen to. I'd love to thank Gavin, the miracle of sound gun, for the use of his music. Please go buy it all, he's amazing. All the other sound effects come from internet libraries. If you have any queries, please contact us at Twitter at PodcultureDnd. Until next time, be good.